Episode 90, How to Eliminate Anger from the Body. Ruth Elizabeth Hancock, host of Work Your Energy podcast, a show all about how to thrive in this energetic universe that we live in. This week, I decided to talk about anger, and that's because I'm currently doing a liver cleanse or a parasite cleanse, which I'll talk about in another episode. But essentially, it's all about cleansing the liver or helping to support the liver so that the liver can do its job and start eliminating toxins, etc., from the body. Doing this cleanse has been hugely enlightening for me and it's really caused me to look back over the course of my life and understand how I was always a very angry person. Anger was essentially my default stress response. Stress activates the cortisol hormone and this activates the fight or flight response. And for me, it was always fight maybe you are a fight response person or maybe you are a flight as in you run away from stress or difficulties in your life and of course neither response is particularly beneficial to us but we are currently living in a very stressful world and stress is something that so many of us are having to deal with. I talk about this in my book Work Your Energy and how I used to shout at my kids when they were very young And this really woke me up to myself and I realized that I had to become a better mother and I had to essentially start working on my anger issues. And for me, this meant understanding my belief structures behind the anger, where the anger came from, healing the past and regular detoxifying of the liver. I also found I had a lot of ancestral anger, which isn't surprising when you look at all the trauma and abuse that has gone on on this planet in the past 2,000 years alone, which of course we've all epigenetically been passing it down to the next generation time and time again. In the research that I'm doing for my next book, I'm actually beginning to feel that our ancestors or some of our ancestors actually came from other solar systems as well. And when you look at the ancient texts and read about the wars in space, the the genocide, the murder and the enslaving of different civilizations, you begin to realize that these memories probably go back millions of years. And interestingly, our DNA has been shown to be able to hold 13.5 billion years of data, which incredibly is exactly how old the universe is too. So if our DNA can hold 13.5 billion years of data and the universe has been around for this amount of time, what exactly are we epigenetically passing down in our DNA and have been for 13.5 billion years? I'm not saying that evolution doesn't exist, I just feel that our human history, our ancient history, is far more complicated than we currently understand. And I do believe that other star systems have been involved in Earth's evolution in some way. 
And the fact that so many of these ancient texts talk about this, I think is no accident. Especially the Indian texts, which say that humans have been here for millions and millions of years, in fact, since the earth began, which is interesting in itself. So going back to anger, and in particular ancestral anger, if we look back at the past two, three thousand years, which gives us proof of the amount of trauma, wars, genocide, fighting that's gone on, and we consider that it only takes four generations of trauma and abuse for that fourth generation to then have their DNA changed and now be living in that state of trauma and abuse or fear, which is what we see in our world today, then we can understand that many of us have anger issues. If you combine this with the fact that this is many of our default stress response and we are all stressed in this modern world that we live in, then we can understand that probably the majority of us have anger issues or at the very least are losing their temper at the people around them. Well, this was my story and possibly it's yours as well. Let me start by saying that I am not perfect by any stretch of the imagination and I still do snap and I still do get stressed and shout but I do it a lot less than I used to and I always say sorry. So if this sounds like you as well, then what can we do to start releasing this anger from our body? Well, in a minute, I'm going to give you some of my tips, the things I've been doing over the course of my life, but definitely in the past 10 years. And as my default stress response is anger, then this is something which I know that I will have to work on for the rest of my life. So the first thing to do is to start reducing stress in your life. This, of course, is a very obvious thing to do and is probably easier said than done for many of us, especially if we're working in stressful jobs, which is probably around 99.9% of the workforce. But ultimately, it's about finding ways for you to start looking at reducing the stress. So if you have a stressful job, it's accepting that this is not healthy for you, it's not good for you, and you are going to have to consider finding another job. This doesn't have to be done overnight, but it is showing you that if you find this job stressful, it doesn't fit with your unique strengths and talents. It doesn't allow you to work in the flow zone, and it doesn't allow you to feel regular bursts of happiness in the job that you're doing. Essentially, it's probably not fitting your core strengths and who you are as a person. So I think in this case, it's really important to understand yourself, connect back to your self-identity, understand more about what makes you happy, and start finding work that allows you to work to these strengths and therefore feel happier in the role that you're doing. If you're completely new to this sort of thing, then maybe even doing some personality tests such as the Myers-Briggs tests, because these are a good place to start. But remember that the more you get to know yourself, the more you will actually start to outgrow these tests, these personality tests, because we are all so unique that no test can tell you who you are. There is one thing that is unique to you, though, and that is the position of the planets when you were born. 
and this is more commonly known as the astrology chart. And you have to be very careful who you work with here and not work with people who are telling you who you are, but essentially the position of the planets when you were born were not only unique, but they were aligned to you. And as such, they are a very good indicator of who you are and why you chose to be born at that time. But to get a true and accurate picture, you have to go much deeper than simply the sun, the ascendant and the moon signs. You have to go into the position of the houses and in particular your midhaven, which shows you your life purpose, why you incarnated at that time and what your innate gifts are to help you work to that life purpose. The second tip is to start understanding the belief structures that switch on those angry emotions. So all emotions are neutral and it is the belief behind it which dictates whether it will end up in a negative or a positive emotion. So looking at the beliefs behind the anger will help you to then create awareness of them and thus let them go. And then we, of course, add the positive back in with mantras, affirmations, and of course, meditation. As soon as you start to feel angry, ask yourself, what is the belief? What is the belief that just came up and why am I feeling angry? Some of these beliefs may feed into your core beliefs, your core values, and that's okay. That's who you are as a person. And actually, anger is not a particularly bad emotion. It's a very good driver in some cases. It's just that anger through the stress response is particularly unhealthy for you and is something that needs to be addressed to understand what is it that's causing that stress. So when we are tracking back and looking at the beliefs, what is the belief that is causing you to feel angry? So just to use an example from my own life here, and that is uh, recently that I was snapping at my husband. And when I tracked back to understand what was the belief behind it, what memory was lighting up in my mind, what belief was being activated that was causing me to snap. And when I explored this, I could understand that it was triggering a memory from my childhood. And that was because my mother had a habit of not answering my questions and not answering me at all, in fact, which not only made me feel very rejected, but also made me feel very insecure. So in a particular discussion I was having with my husband, he wasn't answering me, which made me get very angry with him. After reflecting upon my anger, I could then understand that it was being triggered from my memory of my mother in my childhood. Then creating awareness of this allowed me to let this go. They are just programs, beliefs, frequencies, energies, whatever you want to do. Just let them go. It's just trapped energy. Let it all go. And then forgive everyone involved, including yourself. So forgive my mother or the memory of my mother. Forgive my husband. Forgive myself. Forgive everybody. And allow myself to then create, if needs be, create positive mantras if it's something that I then need to start rewiring using neuroplasticity. In this instance, the awareness of it was enough because now if I ever get to that point where I'm snapping at him, I can actually just check in with myself first, ask myself, am I connecting to that memory from childhood again? And if so, then just stop myself and move on to something else. 
And the third tip is to practice regular detoxifying of the liver. And this is something I've actually done throughout the entirety of my life because my liver has always been a bit of a weak area for me, probably because it's been storing a lot of anger. But in order to support it, what I've often done is I've taken milk thistle at regular points throughout the year, probably two, three times a year, I'll take um, a month's worth of milk thistle, maybe even two, three months, depending on where I'm at. And this not only helps to detoxify the liver, but it also is the only plant which helps the liver to regenerate itself as well. In today's toxic world with chemtrails, pesticides, environmental pollutions, heavy metals hidden away in everything, and now they're putting bugs in our food, and some bugs contain parasites, then it's no wonder that many of us have blocked livers that need to be cleansed on a regular basis. And if you want to understand if you need a liver cleanse or not, then just look to your age. The more decades you've been around, the more probably your liver would need a cleanse. So I would highly recommend working with a herbalist, or alternative practitioner, doctor, to support you in this because they can put together a selection of herbs or supplements that you can then take to help cleanse your liver and support regeneration of it as well. Interestingly, I always find that it's easier for me to control my anger when I'm doing a liver cleanse and that's obviously no accident. So if you are someone that's really struggling with anger issues, then I highly recommend working with an alternative doctor to help you start cleansing your liver out and thus helping to release the anger from your body as well. And just before we go, I would also like to point out that even if we don't have individual anger to clear, we still have collective anger to clear because we are all connected. We are all living, existing in this collective consciousness that we call life. And this anger is imprinted into much of our collective consciousness because of the huge amount of trauma and abuse that we have suffered over the past two, three thousand years. So on that basis, why not try a liver cleanse and see how you feel afterwards? Okay, that's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was helpful to you. And I look forward to catching up with you next week. In the meantime, have a great week and have a great weekend. Okay, take care. Bye.